Hello everyone, welcome to The Like-Minded. I'm your host, Cami Pons, and today we're talking about toxic positivity and how to remain resilient while also acknowledging that life is hard, it sucks at times, and it's okay and normal to feel down, to feel negative emotions, to have negative thoughts, etc. So, Before we jump in, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you enjoy my content. Thank you. So what is toxic positivity? It's rejecting or downplaying negative feelings and thoughts, and instead insisting that everything is okay and promoting this positivity without allowing ample time to really sit with any discomfort, sadness, pain, etc. So it's people saying, you know, like after you um, explain something like really tragic, either to another person or you just experienced it and you're alone, it's that person saying or you saying to yourself, you know, good vibes only or everything happens for a reason or happiness is a choice. And this is harmful, right? Toxic positivity is harmful because it's a denial of feelings at the end of the day. And if you're denying your feelings, that means you aren't able to fully process them and work through them at your own pace. So I've talked about this before on other episodes, but at times um, I know personally, like I don't want to deal with uncomfortable and difficult emotions, right? And I just want to avoid them altogether. And it's really easy to use toxic positivity as this defense mechanism to ignore any negativity that you just don't even want to face head on. But we really need to remind ourselves that there is no good enough reason to be sad or stressed. You never have to minimize your feelings or reactions. For example, like there are days when I wake up and I'm just in more of a sensitive mood, is how I would describe it, and I feel sad and anxious and upset over little triggers that maybe on another day wouldn't necessarily affect me to the same degree. And rather than gaslighting myself into like believing, well, all I need to do is choose happiness, Maybe it's okay for me to just say to myself, there is no quick fix for positivity, and I just need to sit with and sit through these uncomfortable feelings. And I love that idea of sitting through our emotions, right? Because that's the opposite of toxic positivity when you're, where you're insisting, all right, let's just, let's just get through this really quickly. Everything's going to be okay. Like choose positivity, choose happiness, because sitting through your emotions is basically at times like you're so at times you're like trying to come up with a quick fix right or a solution to make unwanted feelings going away so sitting through your emotions is the opposite of that right it's taking the time to cope to really cope and so when these unwanted feelings come back up because they always do you know it's only natural um it's Not as if you're starting back at square one because you've taken that time to sit with your feelings, to acknowledge them, to name them, to, you know, begin um, little acts of self-care, of little acts of um, self-love to be able to like work through those emotions. So um, 
if it's not wishing away these negative feelings, then what is it? What does it mean to sit through our emotions? So for me, it's three major things, right? The first one is acknowledging how you feel, acknowledging that you are feeling something. And this sounds really silly and basic, but it's really hard at times, you know, when when you're hit with an emotion to take the time to slow down, to be present and really recognize that something is coming up for you. So for example, for me, when I'm anxious and I, I um, personally, I would say that I experience anxiety more in social settings, I would say. So it's more of a social anxiety. Um, For me, it's like very physical. So my heart rate will increase and I feel lightheaded. And therefore, it's like really easy for me to like recognize that there's a shift and recognize, you know, okay, something is coming up for me. I'm, I'm feeling anxious. So beyond just acknowledging that you're feeling something, it's name your feelings, right? So I'll literally say to myself, okay, you're a little anxious, and I'll begin to name all of my symptoms. Okay, my chest is tight, I'm dizzy, my, my breathing is picking up, and this really helps me to connect with my body and take into account how I'm physically reacting to kind of make sense of it all. I think when everything is happening at once, it's just very overwhelming. And you almost, at least for me, I don't want to generalize, but for me, um, it's like almost as if I'm drowning in my own thoughts and physical reactions. Whereas taking the time to kind of slow down and name each physical symptom, I'm able to make sense of all of the different things that are happening at once. And then lastly, I really begin to talk myself down a bit, right? So I remind myself I'm not in a life or death situation, though my nervous system may think otherwise. If I'm at home um, or if, you know, I'm at a place where I can lay down, I'll lay down, I'll drink water. And I just continue to speak super kindly to myself, right? This is where that self-care and that self-love comes in. I'm really gentle and understanding with myself. I'm not blaming or getting angry. Like, why is this happening? You know, why are you reacting this way? And like talking to my body in that sense or talking to my nervous system in that sense. Like, why are you reacting this way? Like, we're like, we're fine. It, everything is okay. But I really just say, you know what? I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. There's a lot of people, a lot of noise. Maybe I'm nervous and overthinking a situation. And I really just start to give myself that grace, that understanding, and and just that love and that kindness and that inner hug that is needed at times. And then I think, you know, by walking through these steps versus trying to, you know, overstep the entire experience, I've gotten better at picking up um, on my triggers, on my symptoms, and really starting to be more proactive moving forward, right? So for me, by sitting through my emotions uh, and picking up on my symptoms and picking up on what situations I feel like this, I'm able to understand that, for example, like large crowds with, with lots of noise and overwhelm triggers my anxiety. So I can be proactive where it's like if I know I'm going to an event with a lot of people and a lot of music, then um, I'm going to, you know, bring a water bottle. I'm going to eat a full meal beforehand. You know, I'm going to go with people that I feel comfortable with. So if I do start to feel anxious, I can go up to them, let them know how I'm feeling and I'm going to step away, you know, take a take a breather in the back or over to the side. So just being able to, you know, actually be proactive and, and really um, not coming up with quick fixes, 
but coming up with more like strategic tactics and techniques that help me get through. So as I walk through this example, I do think that anxiety is a bit of a unique situation versus sitting through, you know, just plain discomfort from rejection or disappointment. Um, And so another example that's not anxiety related is I do remember when I was applying and interviewing to jobs post-college, I was rejected from, I don't know, maybe 60 jobs, 65 jobs at the time. And that was really good practice for me for just noticing my sadness, my fear of never landing a position or maybe my embarrassment at the time of having to share with my friends and my family that I was passed over for another person um, if I was in you know late stage interviews and just really observing those feelings without judgment. You know, they're just feelings, they're just fears. And I deserve to vent, I deserve to soak in my own sadness if I want to, and really just accept, not avoid. Like, I remember specifically when I was interviewing and was being rejected, I was telling myself, like, accept, not avoid, or embrace, not avoid, just to remind myself that, you know, I can just stew, I like to call it stewing in my sadness. You know, I can just stew in my sadness if I want to, and I don't need to justify it, I don't need to make excuses, I don't need to feel guilt or shame, I can just be fucking sad. Um, So I think, honestly, like, the big takeaways is that we all need to feel all of our feels, Uh, There is no right or wrong way to process. There's also not always a need to follow up negativity with let's be positive or like look on the bright side. Like sometimes it's just negative and that's natural. Um, I also think it's important that like you don't always need to rush to fix like quote fix negative feelings. And just sitting through the weirdness is valuable. You know, sitting through the discomfort is incredibly valuable. And I think it teaches us a lot about ourselves, a lot about our coping mechanisms or lack thereof. And it's just very insightful. So that's all that I have for today. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you took something um, meaningful away and that the content resonated. So yeah, bye for now.